right, so we are back. I'm Larry Grable. And I am Christy Grable. And this is Grable Shit. Happy Pride Month. Yay. So excited. And yes, my uh, my rainbow tree, my pride tree has been up since COVID. When we got stuck in the house, I asked Larry if I could put it up. He's very anti putting up holiday decorations unless it's after Thanksgiving and then it has to come down like the first week of January. But I don't think that's really a uh, holiday no decoration. No. Uh, it is funny when kids come to the oh sorry, when Kim, kids come to the house on Halloween, and uh, they go, "Why do you have your Christmas tree up still?" I know. Or why do you or, have a rainbow tree? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny because it sits out our window. But anyway, you can see it on our uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, it's a or it's a even beautiful on, tree. Yeah, or even on Facebook. I love it, and it's just up year round. So yay, happy Pride Month! Yeah. Excited. Do you know what Pride stands for? What does Pride stand for? Professionalism. Respect, integrity, diversity, and excellence. Okay. I did not know that. I did not know that until today. Um, you kind of sprung this topic on me I last did. minute. I did. So I did a little bit of research, but nothing that anybody can't find on like the first page of a Google search about Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. It is what I found interesting was that it the the day the parade the Pride Week that kind of thing really stems from something that happened before we were born back in 1969, which is the year everything happened. By the way, yeah, we allegedly landed on the moon. Wasn't Woodstock in 1969? Oh, I don't know. You've sprung that on me just now. I don't know. I'll have to ask Alexa. Um, And then. You know, just there were so many things that happened in 1969. And then you have, what was it, the uh, Stonewall Inn raid on June 28, 1969. Did I get that date right? Uh, it was actually on 1970, right? No. Oh, that was the first parade, the Pride. Right. Yes, First 69. Pride Parade yes. was on, in, on June A year later. Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. The one year later. Oh, sorry no. for our... our LGBTQ plus friends who are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I know, I know. We are We're still learning. We are allies to the core. Like we, first of all, a little backstory about us is that we grew up in Oklahoma. I was going to say, were you always that way? No, we <laughs> grew up in Oklahoma. I mean, enough said about yep. that topic. Yep. And I was raised, I can't speak Nazarene. for you, Larry. I was not raised Nazarene, but I was raised that. If you were gay, you were going to hell. If you committed suicide, you were going to hell. If you, I mean, there are so many things that you're going to hell for. Well, and the Nazarene church, dancing. Was, oh, yeah. So yeah, you like, couldn't dance. But our daughter started in theater when she was five. Yep. And it opened our eyes to some amazing and opened our doors to some amazing people who are, we are still friends with. You know, and also... Um, for me, it even started in college because I had I have this group of fraternity brothers that I love dearly, like brothers that I'm still close with. And as time went by after college, because again, we went to college in Oklahoma, but as time went by, it, you know, one comes out 
who I love and respect mm -hmm. and another one comes out and I'm like, well, he's a good, he's a good person. Mm -hmm. Like he's a good person. This is a good person. And you start to see that and you're like, but I, you know, I looked up to that person. How can that person go to hell? Right. Just because they were, because they're gay. And then you wrestle as a heterosexual and as an Oklahoman, as in a church, you wrestle with the whole, it's a, I mean, why, why would, why did they, they choose, do they choose that? Is it upbringing? How does, how does that go about? And for me, it was, um, one of your family members who came out yes. and said, uh, he said, why would I, he goes, I wouldn't choose. They no. He says, I wouldn't choose to be this way because it's hard. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Right. That make, and I don't, I don't know if it is or isn't hard. I mean, I don't know that, but it made sense to me. Like, Okay, now I've got somebody that I love and respect that I that says I wouldn't. I mean, not that I wouldn't choose this. It's a, why would I choose this? Right. I was born this way. Yeah. And it's hard. It's a and hard. I've life. known him since he was five or right. whatever. And mm -hmm. yes, he was born that way. Yes. Like I know. Like he was. Yes. I knew at five or six. You know, you just know. Sometimes you just know. But I just I knew that he was because he just never really. There was always something bothering him, it seemed right. like. Right. And, you know, I like that it's kind of funny how June is pride. Hold on. And by bothering, I mean that he was having to hide who he was. Right. I didn't mean bothering him that he was is that he was having to hide, hide who he it. was. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I didn't let you finish there. So pride, I think, is kind of funny for those crazy people who don't believe everybody should be able to love who they want to love. I mean, yeah. when you boil it down to that, that you sound really ignorant. I don't give a fuck who you love. I, yeah. But you know what? Happy, pride is nice. for pride is for everyone. It's that person who has never felt accepted, who is heterosexual, that person who has never felt accepted that. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it's basically just celebrating. It's celebrating love. It's celebrating acceptance. It's celebrating just who we are and who who you are and who mm -hmm. you want to be. Ironically, the only pride parade we have been to was in, of all places, Oklahoma City. All four <laughs> On that of us. 23rd Street corridor over there. Yeah, all four of us went. We took the kids, and we had such a good time, and it rained on us. And it was warm, but it was a warm rain, and we just played in the rain. And, you know, I, another awesome. thing we don't think about, June is a month where you can't be too extra. And you know what? me. I what like, does that mean? I like to be extra. Why can't things. you be too extra? Because it's Pride Month. You get to you're not permitted to be too extra, or you're not capable of being more extra? No, you are permitted. You can't be too extra. Like you can. Oh, you can just you can try to just, max it out. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So how exciting for you to be around me? <laughs> oh shit! During Pride Month. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Help uh, me! Help me! Help me! You know, I think Lady Gaga is a really good example of. You know, her song "Born This Way." Mm -hmm. She she wants people to feel accepted and it's okay because guess what you were born this way just like you were born your way mm -hmm. you know one of the best things we ever did was move to california and send xander to a school where he's not the majority where he is hanging out with the rainbow of colors of of people because you know what that school i will say this about that school that he graduated from 
they s- appeared from a parent's perspective to be the most accepting group of teenagers I've ever seen of all stripes. They didn't care. Are you talking about the children? The children, yeah, yes. The kids. the kids didn't care if you wanted to, you know, if you wanted to be a cheerleader or be in the flag squad and you were a guy or a girl or you didn't identify, they didn't care. They just wanted everybody to be in the group and have fun. I'm sure there was bullying that went on by the ignorant fucking dumbasses that live in the, you know, out in the woods or whatever. But maybe, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it happened. Yeah. But for the most part, from what we saw from our child in that school, it was super accepting. Yeah. As far as the students were, I mean, we. I don't, I don't want to give any specific examples because I don't want to call anybody out, but, you know, <laughs> Sanders volleyball team was not all. Athletic? It was not all biological at? male. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah, volleyball yeah. team he was on for two years. I was like, not athletic? <laughs> the, the cheerleading squad was all, I believe, all biological female, but not all yes. female. Yes. Not all, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably not saying that right, but it, you know what I'm getting we at. We had like, some transgenders, We yes. had some transgenders. And that is and, okay to say, because yeah. that's... Okay, and it was, but it, that, the thing I loved was that we had that, and it was like, the kids were like, whatever. The kids didn't care. They didn't care. The kids didn't care. And I'm sure more of the parents were like, oh, God, I can't believe that girl's a fucking boy, you know, mm-hmm. but fuck them. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're not going to be the ones that are in charge someday. As I have gotten older and I have gotten out of my little bubble that I was in that was you know when I was a teenager it was my church and my family and the little town that I lived in as I've expanded out of that even just going to college in a little bitty town in Oklahoma and then law school and then you know you just expose yourself to people and your perceptions are going to change your perception of what's all right or all wrong or what's all, you know, this or that or whatever. It's just going to change as you, and it goes both ways. Like if you're an LGBTQ person, give somebody like me a chance. I have short hair. I drive a pickup. I have a motorcycle. Right. I, I would seem probably like the most typical like redneck, you know, hater in the world, but that's not who I am. That's not what I am. So, so not to be cliche, but don't judge a book by its cover. That's exactly right. I mean, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Because you wouldn't. I mean, I own guns. I own a motorcycle. I mean, I, I have all the, I have a lot of the redneck things that you would think of. But just don't, don't judge a book by the cover on that. So did you dig into the Stonewall riot and I, the Stonewall? I read about it. Um, at the Library of Congress website of uh-huh. all places, which is fantastic. Oh, that's where you read. That's where you got your info. Yeah, and ah. I want to throw that link out there when we get a second because there's a whole portal and a whole collection. There's a whole portal and collection. Yeah, I know. Stop. <laughs> um, but there's a whole portal and collection online about Pride Month and then about LGBTQ plus. Um, collections and things like that so do you know why the police raided the stonewall inn no why did they raid it i i don't know why they raided it that's well, why i was i was the the okay i do <laughs> okay i don't know why they raided it i just know that they that 
the community stood up for their rights because they weren't doing anything wrong, correct? So there was, it was this weird, you got to remember 1960s, 70s law. What I remember was that it was illegal. I think it was illegal to sell alcohol at a same-sex same sex establishment. It could be... The pretense, the pretense for them entering, was that they were there was illegal alcohol sales going on without a permit mm. at the Stonewall Inn, and they knew that the Stonewall Inn was where. Yes, I mean it was not homosexuals. Were. It was not even like hidden that that's what. Right, kind of like the what is what was it in Oklahoma City Havana, Cabana. Oh, the Havana Inn. Yep. Havana Inn. Havana. Something like Cabana, that. Havana. I that can't remember. That thing over on Twenty Third Street, right next to the. Yeah. The boom, right? Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I think so. That's so funny. Which, by the way, the boom breakfast and Sunday. Oh, shout out to the boom. Mm-hmm. The boom. Sunday if you are ever in Oklahoma church. City, or you live in Oklahoma City and you have not been to the boom Sunday brunch with the two wonderful, beautiful Jewish ladies who conduct these services. Only one of them is Jewish. <laughs> Oh, only one of them? But they're dressed up like church ladies. Oh, one. I love it. <laughs> anyway, you have to go see it. Oh, it is the so best. Irreverent. They always make me get up on stage and do shots of beer. Okay, Gosh. I want to give you this the website that I was talking about. Oh, yeah. It's just loc.gov. I don't even know how I found this portal. L-O-C, oh, here we go. loc.gov slash LGBT dash pride dash month. So we'll have, we'll post this on the YouTube page. Down in the uh, show notes. But it's really cool. It's got a lot of different uh, resources and things. I enjoyed reading it today. Sorry, and we're going to switch gears a little bit. And we kind of, we had a fun topic that came up that I don't even know how it happened. But we thought about, we thought about, talked about it. And been, it's about ghosts. And it actually ties in because um, a couple of family members of ours have actually seeing ghosts or angels and say that they see them regularly um and it just so happens to be your family member brian um, who is one of our proud lgbtq community individuals so what do you got to say about ghosts well i wanted to start with a joke the joke that you have heard about a million times what did one ghost say to another boo no. Do you believe in people? Uh, that's a, <laughs> that was in one of my elementary a, books. That's a dad joke. It in is an a dad elementary joke. book. You believe in ghosts? I don't want to offend anyone by saying no, I don't. But I don't. I mean, my favorite ghosts are at the Haunted Mansion in Disney. <laughs> that's about it. Which one of the ghosts is your favorite one? Oh, the lady who stands on the chair with her butt up in the air and she's on the table you know when they're having the feast oh in the ballroom yeah because she's just so cute i mean my favorite at the haunted mansion is any of them that are sitting in the car with you as you're mm. at the very last bit to get in my favorite ghost well do you believe in them no you don't no i think that people tend to believe in them or see them because they want to. Yeah. Like it science does not prove that ghosts are yeah, I know. I, I, 
exist. Uh, uh, they, that they exist. I mean, all those ghost hunter shows, they never, like, show me the ghost. Just show me the ghost, man. Yeah. It's kind of like aliens that we talked about last time. It's like, I mean, just show them to me. If they're here, let's see it. Like, what are we worried about? If, like, ghost is even less threatening than showing us aliens. Because if it's aliens, it's like, oh, my God, we're not alone and blah, blah, blah. And God maybe didn't this and that and the other. And But if it's, if there's ghosts, I mean, that proves there's an afterlife. That prove, that maybe proves there's a heaven and mm-hmm. a hell and or a, a paradise or whatever it may be. I just think that. It's just, I mean, with we, there's literally a camera in everybody's hand. Yes. Everybody has a camera in their hand now. Yes. Now, I do believe in under the bed, mon- the under the bed monster. <laughs> yes, I'm aware that you believe in that. Oh. For about, we've been married almost 28 years this month. Uh-huh. And so for about 20 of those 28 years, you have turned the light off. And run to jump in bed so the under-the-bed monster doesn't get you. I have been doing that for all 28 of your years with me. Do you well, want to know more that? than that, yeah. Yes. My your brother scared. He hid under your bed and grabbed your leg, right? Yes. Grabbed my ankle. And I have forever, it has scarred me for the rest of my life. I still run and jump in. <laughs> well, that's Or why don't turn the light out until I'm in bed. That's why you need the clapper. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need to get one of those. That's no, funny. we just have Alexa turn the lamp off. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You yell Alexa turn the lamp yeah, off. Yeah, but when you're asleep, I can't really yell Alexa turn the lamp off. And you have to yell because she ignores your ass. She hates me. She hates you. She doesn't. You, she wants to be the woman of the house. She is the devil. So maybe I do believe in <laughs> evil ghosts. Oh, uh, that's funny. So do you know the first, Ooh. the earliest known depiction depiction of a ghost? You don't. No. All right. It's 3,500 years old. It's a Babylon, Babylonian tablet that they've had in a museum in England since the 18th century. And a guy just shone a light on it the right way and figured out that it was actually a tablet explaining how to exercise a ghost. Oh, yeah. This is what you are talking about earlier today. Yeah. So it's smithsonianmag.com. So that's, it's, that's a reputable source. This mm-hmm, Smithsonian Mag. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, made in around 1500 BCE, before Lord. the Common Era. And it is... Uh, <clears throat> Sorry. It's, so that makes it about 3,500 years old. And it it's a guide to exercising ghosts, which is funny to me to think about 1,500 years, 3,500 years ago. Somebody had already eaten a guide about how to exercise. So ghosts were obviously like a big part of society. And this one was actually about how to exercise an old man ghost. And the way you did that was to get a young woman ghost Uh, to lead him away. Oh, my gosh. See, how weird is that? (laughs) So the museum, this museum that has it in in Britain, in the British Museum, it's in the British Museum. There's actually, it's part of the guide to exercising ghosts held in the collections of the British Museum. They acquired the artifact in the eight, or in the 19th century, but have never, it's never been exhibited. And some guy just figured out, hey, if you hold the light over here, you can see this thing about how to get rid of ghosts. 
You know, the mind is a powerful, powerful thing. And I'm not discounting my friends and family and everybody in the world who does believe in ghosts and honestly believes that they have seen one. I don't, I'm not discounting that. Don't want anybody to get mad at me, but I've just never. You've never experienced it. I've never experienced it. So therefore, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, the closest thing, I remember when I was little after my grandma died, I had a dream about her. And my dad said, well, that's her communicating with you Mm -hmm. through your dreams. Mm -hmm. I thought, well, that, you know. First of all, it kind of freaked me it's out. Weird, and then I was like, yeah. well, that's kind of cool, like, because now we can continue to talk to each other. And, but, like, after that, I don't remember it ever happening again. There's a lot of family members that I've been closer to, to than my grandma Maynard that have not communicated with me mm-hmm. through my dreams. Um, I just think it's your mind playing memories in a way that makes you comfortable in your dreams. I mean, with that mm. aspect of it. I can't speak to what people see. When they see it, they see it and they believe and it. And they believe it with every fiber of their being. Yeah. Yes. yes. And it, that's, you know, I, I can't I can't explain that. And so I could totally leave the door open to the idea. Well, and, you know, I read today, the Bible is quite clear that no one returns to earth and makes an appearance after death. Oh, yeah, because only Christ did that. Luke sixteen twenty six. I don't believe in ghosts either, but it's fun to think about. I, I remember I went in college. We went out to a place mm-hmm. way out in the fucking sticks. The whole fraternity, we went out because we wanted to see the ghost light, and it was Halloween time. Okay, yeah. We yeah. didn't see a fucking ghost light. Two in five Americans believe that they're real. I know. That's crazy, right? That is a high percentage of Americans. They still, <laughs> two in five. I bet two in five people don't believe that Biden actually won the election. <laughs> right. <laughs> and one in five say they've actually seen one. That's nuts. This is 20, the USA Today. 20% of Americans say they've seen a ghost. Twenty percent. That's bananas. Yeah. So we put three more people in this room. One of them has seen a ghost, and neither you and I have Mm-mm. that I'm aware of. That's crazy. And are, do they have to be? And they don't have to be scary either. No. The ones that they okay. see. So I'm glad you brought that up because the first recorded sighting of a ghost <laughs> in the United States. <laughs> First documented ghost. This is from the Shelby County today. STTX.com. Is that a good... This is... I don't know. This is no. back in 2000, October 2000. Everybody writes this shit in October. October 2021. <laughs> yeah, right? And this is right after... The, or during the pandemic. So this, this guy had nothing fucking to do but write about this. So the first reported ghost sighting in North America occurred on August 9th. 1799. I'm a little surprised it's that late. We'd been here for Especially a Especially after the first thing that you just read about the... The one from 3,500 years yeah. ago, right? Like, So obviously there's a whole section of like Native American history. You know what? That's when that's the, sec- the time in history where they banned the books and burned yeah, the books. Maybe. All in the books. But like, first of all, like the whole Native American culture is not whole, but... A lot, I mean, from what we've gleaned from movies and what I've read in books, thing, there's a lot of 
spiritualism mm -hmm. and and moving on to you know different setting that aside like they obviously this article has missed a whole four thousand years or however long people were on North America before us before us white people mm -hmm. although I'm Native American don't start don't start with me right now you know that makes me wonder that the, the number two and five because I put it out there on my social media ask if anybody knew anybody believes in ghosts or seen a ghost or a demon or an angel and three people answered one of them is native american my cousin is native, native american, american and i don't know if the other two they might be i'm curious to see if if native american mm -hmm. heritage skews mm -hmm. more towards mm -hmm. believing or Having had interactions with, yeah, maybe. I'm gonna have to go ask him if they're Native American. It's a good question. That's interesting. Okay, so Abner Blaisdell of Mashaport, Maine, saw the first ghost recorded in North America on August 9th, 1979. We actually know her name. She was the wife of Captain George Butler. And her name was Nellie Butler. She was a friendly ghost. She was the first Casper. She would appear regularly to the people at uh, Mr. Uh, what was the guy's name? At Mr. Blaisdell's uh, farm, she would appear regularly. And in fact, suggested that her ex-husband, Captain George Butler, oh should marry Mr. Blaisdell's youngest daughter. Which she did, and unfortunately, the youngest daughter died in childbirth. Nellie Butler was studied by a Harvard University graduate named Reverend Abraham Cummings. He thought the ghost sightings, like her ghost sightings were so famous that people would come and travel, and she would just appear. Like, she would show up, and, and she oh put on gosh. a show. So she was a little bit of a diva ghost. She was extra. Yeah, and he thought it was rubbish until he actually saw the specter for himself. And he described it and blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, but so that is the first recorded sighting in North America by English-speaking people. Let me put it that way. Hmm. In North America. I'm going to guess that the first sightings of actual ghosts go way, way, way back in North America. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. What do you got? What kind of ghost stuff you got? You got a ghost story? I don't I don't have a ghost. Oh, you oh, have a ghost story. We'll end on that one. No, 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 no. You have a you there's an interesting story that happened at your mom's house in Jinx when we were Oh, with that picture that was hanging on the wall of Indian with the headdress, right? Yeah, but there was a picture hanging in the corner of that. Who is oh, that? Oh, Uncle Efton. Okay, so let's set the scene. We were, we, I forgot. Christy's mom had this, a pretty big picture of like an Indian with a howling wolf. Sorry, Native American with a howling wolf. Sorry. Fuck you. I'm Native American. I can say Indian if I want. <laughs> Did you say fuck me? No, just anybody <laughs> that kind of gets mad about me saying Indian. Yeah. Are you direct descended from Chief? So if you're not, <laughs> um. So anyway, Native American like a wolf. I remember the painting. Yeah. 
And then, like, in the frame, they had a picture of your Uncle Efton? Uncle Efton. It was my great, my mom's great uncle. Okay. So it was my great, great uncle. And it was just a, a just a Polaroid or a picture that she just had stuck just in the corner. a photograph. A photograph that she had just stuck in the corner of it. And it had been, so it's the bottom and, like, I remember it, bottom and right side stuck in the bottom remember. right corner of the frame. And it, years, been there for years. Uh-huh. What were we talking about? Was it right Him. after he passed? It was right after he passed. So we're in the house, and it's just the four of us, I believe. Maybe your brother was there. The four of us and possibly your brother. And we're just sitting talking about him oh and like gosh, yeah. telling funny stories about him because he was quite a character. Yeah. First of all, the guy dipped like they were going to run out of dip if he didn't get and it all. And he means like chewing tobacco. Yeah. Like legit chewing tobacco. Like literally they were going to run out of that shit if he didn't get it all in his mouth. As quick as he could. Yep. And we were talking about him, and I don't. Whatever we were saying about him, and then all of a sudden, that picture fell out of the frame and fell down to the floor. That was that one's the one that still gives me a little bit of like the heebie-jeebies. Of all, I I don't really have another story that gives me any kind of chills, but that one gives me a little bit of whoo. That's so funny because we were all like, "Holy shit, what." Did what he just pass happened? through? Did he just pass through? Yeah, right. That is so funny. I um, I, you know, I just really don't have anything other than like a dream of somebody that's passed. That's I don't, so. I mean, I'm I sorry. have just some uh, statistics here. YouGov surveyed about a thousand adults and discovered not all Americans believe supernatural creatures are just comics and tall tales, meaning about forty. 3% of adults say they believe demons exist. Demons? Demons. Now, I believe there are demons that walk this fucking earth. There are some there nasty... Are yeah. Yes, there are some nasty people out there. And 8 to 9% said werewolves and vampires exist. <laughs> so, the church that I grew up in, actually, like, they believe they cast demons out of people. They believe that, like, I, I have been in, like... So if you can imagine a church, right? Like if you think about a Catholic church, okay? You know, they have the pews, right? And when you kneel to pray, you fold the little thing down, you put your knees on it, and you kneel. Like that's, most people think about that when they think about a church. Yeah. The church I grew up in had wooden benches down at the front, right in front of the, like, called the stage. And that's where you went down to pray. Like if you felt the Lord calling you, you had to go down there, you know, you go down there and pray. Because that's where you really profess publicly that I'm going to pray. And I can remember, I mean, I got into this shit at one point. I can remember, like, people being down there, like, everybody's hands on each other. Yeah. Casting out a demon because somebody had a sickness or they had whatever it was. Did they speak in tongues? No. We we didn't do that. We didn't have that shit. I went to a a church with a friend. Did you see somebody actually Mm -hmm. do it? How does that shit happen? Oh, my gosh. How does that shit happen? Um, it's just it, it just if it's fake, whatever. How do just, they do it? I don't know. It was it it freaked me out. Like we both left, and then it was her mom that went to this church, and it was very bizarre. So I can, but even like I can remember where there were church services yeah. where like so you know typically your church service at the church I went to was like. Opens up, we have some music, choir sings, we have maybe another music, and we have like a little scripture reading and some more music. And then we'll have like the sermon, 
right? The right. preacher gets up there and he gives a yeah. sermon for a while. And there were some times where I can, you could feel this weird energy that we were not going to have a sermon, that something was going to take over and it was just going to end up with everybody down at the altar praying. And I can't explain that. That's weird. It, it's just, it, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's like a collective, like everybody kind of gets tuned in on the same wavelength and things. That, I, I don't know. I guess you don't plan it. If it if the sermon doesn't come out, the sermon doesn't come out. It's yeah, like I mean, a teacher. The church sometimes. I went to was like hanky waving revival type <laughs> stuff, and it was, but some these were more. They were more subdued, and it was more people like trying to get stuff off their chest and and turning stuff quote over to God, and like, and it was. And I don't look at I don't begrudge anybody if their beliefs. If you believe, you believe in Muhammad. You believe in you know if you're Jewish, if you're whatever you are. If if that's what you need, and that's what you desire, and that's what you want, then do it. Then go, yeah. So about that, forty three percent of adults that believe in demons. Uh-huh. The survey also took education into account. <laughs> Those with postgraduate degrees were less likely to believe in supernatural beings. That'd be me. When it comes to gender, the surveys found women who completed a four-year degree were more likely to believe than men who completed the really? same degree. Really? Mm-hmm. So college graduate women are more likely to believe than men. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. Okay. And about 51% of Republicans believe demons are real. Yeah. While only 34% of Democrats believe. Yeah, that sounds about right. 20% of Americans... Wait, whoa, 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 hold on. Uh-huh. Back up. 34% of Democrats believe demons are real? Yeah. Okay. Why? What the fuck's the matter with that 34%? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. In terms of actual ghost sightings, 20% of Americans claim they've seen one, but only 11% say they've encountered a demon, and 3% said they seen they have seen a vampire. They've seen a vampire. They have seen I it. saw Vampire Bill on True Blood. <laughs> well, I wonder, nah, this was after the Twilight series came out, because I okay. bet that number's higher. When that so <laughs> vampires, I, this is not, this is not this, but... Mm-mm. I just like the vampire things. I just thought that the werewolves and vampires. I just thought that was funny. That's stupid. Yeah. But anyway, there are. I do believe that people believe down to their core that the ones who have seen ghosts. And I'm are, not. I'm not one to say they're wrong. No, absolutely not. I can't tell them they're wrong. Mm-mm. I don't know. I just. I personally don't because I, I have, haven't seen it, and. I don't believe in it, so therefore I'm probably not ever going to see it. But I believe we landed on the moon, and I didn't see that. <sighs> well, why don't you just believe in the Bible and Jesus and the man in the sky, too? <laughs> just can't. Like, it's... Uh, I, this is a whole other podcast about why I have gone from going to church four times, a, three times a week and yeah. being super dedicated to like an atheist Mm -hmm. and that's a whole that's three or four podcasts and i'd love to talk about it but like 
Not right now. No. Back to ghosts. Abraham Lincoln appears in the Lincoln bedroom in yellow oval room. Boom. In the White House. Abraham Lincoln haunts the White House. Fuck yeah, he does. I want to see Abraham Lincoln's ghost. <laughs> You're quote, I got you some questions. Get, I'm going to be like, what's up, babe? To get invited to the White House then. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So you doubt that Abraham Lincoln's ghost has been seen in the White House, don't you? You don't believe it's true. No. Here's my proof. First Lady Grace Coolidge, Calvin Coolidge's, yeah. Winston Churchill. These are people who have seen him? Yeah. And Queen Wilhelmina of, I, don't ask me to say that again, have, of the Netherlands <laughs> have claimed to see Lincoln. In the White House? Okay, I don't believe any of them but Winston Churchill because if he wasn't drunk, I believe him. Oh, Actually, my if he God. was drunk, I believe him. Willie Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's son, son, who died in the White House, has been seen in the White House by staff members of the Grant administration in the 1870s. So both Lincoln's ghosts are haunting. Of course. Why wouldn't they? Well, I mean, Abraham Lincoln died while he was president. He didn't die at the White House. But mm. Okay. Thomas Jefferson plays the violin in the yellow oval room. That's fucking weird. Okay, and Lincoln was in the yellow oval oval room yeah, too. Yeah, so you so got they're all just kind of congregating. You got Lincoln in the, <laughs> in the yellow oval room. Well, that's convenient. Let's throw another president in there. <laughs> Lincoln, Lincoln, and Jefferson are hanging in the yellow oval. I want to go to the yellow oval room. <laughs> they probably have it boarded up. I got some shit to ask them about. <laughs> Not that it matters. They could just go through the board, right? Are they like Casper? <laughs> Okay. Can they just go from room to room? William Henry Harrison obviously haunts the attic. You know why? First president to die in the White House. Boom. Why the attic? And who's going in the attic? This is why... I don't. Is there an attic? I don't know. I don't even know. Abigail Adams. We've heard of her. Second first lady of the United mm -hmm. States. Abigail Adams hung laundry in the East Room. I said I've heard of her. I meant I've heard of her haunting... Oh, you actually have? Yes. Okay. She evidently haunts the East Room where she hung laundry, and they could smell wet laundry and the scent of lavender. That's not haunting. That's just somebody put some fucking flowers in there. <laughs> mm, I smell Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> There's a... Uh, so what's funny is, uh, so an unnamed British soldier who perished during the War of 1812, stay the fuck out of my White House, roams the White House grounds holding a torch. Did he what? Think? There literally is a camera all the time. And no one has captured it. On the White House, and nobody's got this. I mean, are you kidding me? Oh, yellow oval room, right? Mm -hmm. Here's our third person David Burns, who owned the land on which the White House now stands. He has been seen or heard in the yellow oval room. So now Lincoln, Jefferson, and David Burns are just like hanging out. In okay, the yellow oval Google room. it. Google it up and find out how many people are haunting. How many <laughs> the ghosts yellow oval room. are in the oval room? I would think if you just walked in there, you'd stumble onto one of them, right? Or did Obama? I never heard or tr I never heard of Trump seeing a ghost in the in the White know, House. If I never heard anybody's gonna see a, tr a ghost to be Trump. I never heard of it's Obama. A, a fabulous ghost. It's the greatest ghost I've ever seen. It was Thomas Jefferson. He said. You're doing a fantastic job. You're you're doing with China the right way. Oh my gosh! I never heard of any other <laughs> president in the last so, several presidencies that saw a ghost. Anna Surratt, 
This goes back to Lincoln. Bangs on the doors of the White House, pleading to see President Andrew Johnson. She was there to beg for a pardon for her mother, Mary Surratt, who was a Lincoln assassination conspirator. Okay. Why so is, she's why is she, there so much Lincoln? She continues to beat on the walls. Well, you know yes. what? They're not. The, You're not getting a pardon. These are not very smart. Like, don't you know by now that. It's been almost 200 years. We're not yeah. giving you a pardon. Yeah. Go away. Yes. Maybe if someone goes in and gives her a pardon, she will leave. I have been reading this from the most reputable source ever. Oh. Whitehousehistory.org. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's funny. It's crazy stuff. Like, people really let this, like, get into their soul. And... What do you do about little kids who see ghosts or angels up in the sky? My cousin saw one, I think, when he was four. We were in the car, and he was talking with my Mimi, and he was like, Mimi, look up. There's a ghost. Or there's, there's, you see that face? It wasn't, he didn't know the word ghost. He was four. He saw, he saw a face. He saw a face. And I, and you know what? I need to see if we can get him on next week. Just but to... I was a little kid. I saw faces in a lot of stuff. Like, you could see faces in, like, stucco. Or you'd see we faces in it the was grain a sky. We thought it was a cloud. He saw a face in one of the clouds. You know how you see, like, pictures yeah, of a cloud? Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah, we see it. It looks like a whatever. And he's like, no, it's not. A, I mean, it was. Hey, there's a lot of things we can't understand in this universe. And we can't explain. I know. And, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people with microphones and cameras out there that just have not found anything yet. And our computers are going to pick up all this shit and we're going to get ads about oh, paranormal wow. shit. And recommendations to watch this movie or read this book or watch this show. Yeah, I think we should get somebody on here who's actually seen a ghost. Spoken to a ghost. I have a friend who told me today that he had, back in one of his apartments back in the day in, okay, where was it? And I don't have my phone with me because it's Portland. Portland, in Portland, that there was a ghost that leaned up against the wall outside his apartment. And watched him. You and he said he wasn't scared. He said he felt nuts. protected. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to find out more about... Sorry about hitting the mic. I'd like to find out more about Native American aspects and views on this. Yeah. And I, I may research that a little more and we'll come back to that topic because I just feel like there's a whole... You know, ten thousand years. Oh of, God! Yeah. Of belief and, and history, history and, and lore that's not coming in there because we're just—I mean, all we get's the English version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all their I, shit was suppressed, so and they didn't just, get to tell their stories. Yeah, I just think that. And they have to be passed verbally from your, you know, from mm -hmm. generation to generation. Mm -hmm. So I'd like to, I would really like to dig into that and see what that's all about and see if there's anything there that we can talk about. Because it's, this is an interesting topic mm -hmm. because it's so metaphysical. It's like so, there's never going to be an answer to it. I mean, I guess unless you see a ghost sometime in, in I mean, the future. I guess if I do. But which is weird because I still get scared. You know, you oh. still get scared of the dark and... Like things. How much does that have to do with movies, though? The 
just the world, like a pelvic, I don't know. Like, I mean, I like, I could go outside right now and walk down the street, and it's dark. That's, yeah. not, like, not a big deal. The but worst thing's going to happen is a raccoon's going to come out of the and drain and come after you. Or right. a coyote. <clears throat> yeah. I have the single greatest ghost story ever to be told, and it has been passed down to me through my great, great step-grandma on my stepmom's side. And if you can just imagine the most oldest, she was 90 when I was like six, with just the oldest, like most wrinkly person, but so sweet, and I would tell you a ghost story. This shit, I have made, literally made kids cry <laughs> around a campfire telling this story. And I'm going to give it to you right now. All right, but listen. I'm not going to do the ending. <laughs> what? Can you make it like a condensed version? Because sometimes you make it drag out like really long. That's the dramatic effect. Oh, okay. okay this is my ghost story. Okay. But it's not really about a ghost. Christy's taking her headphones off because she knows what's up. I know. It's going to be a all long right. story. So here it is. There was an old lady all skin and bones. Ooh. 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 She thought she'd take a walk. Ooh. 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 She went down by the old graveyard. She saw a preacher man standing there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. He was standing by an open casket. Ooh, ooh, ooh. She said, preacher man, will I look like that when I die? Ooh, ooh, ooh. The preacher man said, yes. You'll look like that when you die. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The old lady said, <laughs> My 900-year-old great-grandma told me that story. 900? <laughs> there were like... If you guys... There were, so, there were like 15 <laughs> kids my age all sitting around. And when she screamed, we all lost our shit. We were running... <laughs> In every you guys, if crying. You're just, if you're just listening to this on podcast, you've got to go to our Facebook or on YouTube and look and watch Georgia May, our dog. She jumped up and did not move off the couch. <laughs> she so. didn't move off the couch. Her head, her head jerked no. up, and she looked at Larry like he's lost, like, uh, "Just Dad's being lost stupid." His mind. <laughs> so if you got a good ghost story, send that into us because I love a good ghost story. Oh my god! I got all kinds of weird shit from like when I was in my church days. About hey, I'm proud of you. That was a good. That was a about, good story yeah. because the one you said at the campfire where you made oh, one of the you little boys cry. Add shit to it and make it longer. It was more. like 12 minutes long. Oh. And I was like, oh God, we're getting ready to do a 12 you minute add, story. She went down, you know, like she saw, she opened the fence. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh my gosh. It and creaked he, like an old man. He started ooh, crying. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh yeah, so he sad. ran away crying. It was great. Mm. I Like I love telling that story. Mm. I can't wait to... 
God, please let me have grandkids so I can torture He is in high that. school now, and to this day, he still talks about that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the funniest thing. Shit, that's uh, that's one's got to get. It's got to get. You guys spread it through the ether. Let everybody tell everybody and add stuff to it. Like just yeah. add to oh it. Make God. it your own. But you got to end with, well, I look like that when I die. The, the, you got to start with there was an old woman all skin and bones because you got to get that visual of like some mm-hmm. old just lady with her face sunk in and like no and her wrinkly skin and a neck that Christy wants to go touch. <laughs> she loves a good waddle. <laughs> but you got to get that. Oh, and then you know you got to start with an old woman all skin and bones. You got to have a preacher man, and you got to say, "Will I look like that when I die?" And you have to get the and when you're I didn't do it here, but when you're with that person, you have to scream as loud as you can. I'm glad you didn't because it I'm no because it will yeah. they will literally shit their <laughs> pants, and if they're little kids, they'll shit their pants and run away crying to their moms, and it's the greatest feeling in the world. Oh my God, you're so <laughs> evil. You are evil. It is so funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love telling mm-hmm. that story. I've told that story. <laughs> I told that story in our fraternity camp out. Did boys? Did, oh the, did the boys? Did they the guys fucking, jump? They all jumped. Like, and then started start hitting they jumped you. Jumped up and run, and they're throwing shit and screaming. It was great. <laughs> that that story works for all ages. <clears throat> I love it. I love it. Well, yeah, because you're like you lean in, and when you get when you get real quiet, and you're trying, people kind of lean in, like What's yes, and get the if you got a flashlight, put it right under your chin. That's what you did. Oh, that's what I did when I was telling uh-huh. the kids that, that are older. I mean, you got to get that flashlight, put it right under your chin. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I just, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's the greatest, it's the greatest story oh ever. Oh, my God. You can't, nobody. If, That's too funny. And you, you know, practice, <clears throat> practice. What was something that you, what's like an urban myth, speaking of ghosts, that you were terrified of? I got one for me, for me. So the one that terrified me was Bloody Mary. You remember the Bloody Mary? I've got your baby. You stood. Mm. You stand in the bathroom at like midnight. And you say, and you're like pretend like you're holding the baby, and you're like stabbing it. You say, Bloody Mary, I've got your baby. You do it three times, and Bloody Mary, I never could do that. I had my own bathroom. Didn't we do that one time with our daughter? At we, you were telling her and her little girlfriends when they came over to have a slumber party. You were telling about, it and you were like, "Do not do it." It's like, and did they do it? I don't remember. I don't think our daughter did it. So the whole thing, the whole gag on that is you tell somebody you got to do it three times. And basically, like I never got, I don't think I ever got past two. I was like, fuck I mean, it, my, my scariest thing was I lived on Elm Street when Nightmare on Elm Street came out. And we lived in a trailer park and I was across the street at my best friend's house and we were watching Nightmare on Elm Street and her stepdad went outside while you were watching while we were watching it snuck out the back door and he could see the I don't know why we had the windows open still who knows it was because you're crazy because we're crazy are you watching that with for him for him to be able to see in and see what part it was but he or he snuck out during a really scary part and went and beat on the side of the trailer and like ran down the trailer beating it and that was some scary shit that was probably the scary the scariest I've ever been in my life well, if he's smart, he would have just had some. He would have gotten some knives or sticks or something and scraped them down. Well, maybe so that's what he, like maybe Freddy's, that's what he did. It may have. So it I don't like, remember if he remember was, how Freddie would walk through the. Yeah. That movie fucked me up. I, we've talked about this already. That movie fucked me up for like two. Yeah, months. I don't know if he sleep. hit the side. It, maybe he did do sticks where it was. Oh, that was the worst. 
Anyway, that there was an old lady all skin and bones, mm. old woman all skin and bones. That's the greatest story. You, you, everybody will be scared. And then what? Happens? If y'all can record it and send it to us, Larry and I would love to see oh, you scare that'd people. Be great. That'd be fun. You know what really fucks people up is when they go to bed that night. They're gonna see that old woman all skin and bones <laughs> in their brain. Like it's gonna stay in their subconscious. <laughs> They're gonna dream about that old oh, woman all skin and bones. My bo- God, there was an old lady all skin and bones. Because you see, we'll all see a different old lady mm-hmm. all skin and bones. Like the one I see is not the one you see, Mm-mm. but we all see one. And honestly, I see my grandma Burns because she was an old lady all skin and bones. <laughs> she, she was old when she told us that story. <laughs> but I can remember like my cousin Julie and Tony and me, and we all were sitting around this big group. She told that, and when she screamed, we are just were stepping and fetching like our heads were on fire and our asses were catching. Oh, my God. That's so funny. All right. Well, we're going to leave you with that great image of the old lady, skin and bones. Oh, I thought you were going to say stepping and fetching like our heads were on fire and our asses were catching. No, that is kind of funny, too. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, we will conclude Gray Bullshit. For this week. We'll see you next week. Send us some ghost stories. And go go to the library of congress.gov and check out their lgbtq plus collection um for pride week and we hope you guys have a wonderful pride month um just be supportive of people just love people man it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what people want to do like they're not life's nobody's hard. hurting you just life's hard enough without people being pissed because you want to love who you want to love yeah just love who you want to love and i just hope everybody loves each other and and have a great time and God bless us. I hope the sun comes out in California.